Welcome, everyone, to my podcast of my story, The Mysterious Vapor. If you haven't watched or listened to chapter two in the introduction, you should go back and do that. But for all of you who have, this is chapter two of the story, The Mysterious Vapor. Enjoy. Thanks for listening. Chapter 2. Mirror, Mirror. Granddaughter lay in her bed, her head carefully resting on the pillow. Her alarm would go off any second now and she would be up, she would eat, and she would head to school. Bzz, bzz. Her phone vibrated. She didn't answer it. She wasn't supposed to be up yet. She waited and waited and waited. Her alarm went off. She bounced out of the covers and reached for her phone, and she looked at it. Update available? She sighed. She thought it was her friend who she hadn't talked to in a very long time. She had said something, and her friend had walked away. She didn't have friends anymore because of that. She was always hoping it was her friend texting her. It never was. She got up, changed, and packed her books into her backpack. She was very efficient and always got her homework done before her bedtime. She walked down the hallway to the kitchen where a plate full of scrambled eggs, bacons, and pear was waiting for her. She ate at a medium pace, went back to brush her teeth, and headed out the door. She had forgotten her backpack. Her brother noticed it on the floor next to the table. He picked it up and carried it with him outside. They hopped in the car and headed to school. Students, please turn in your work and take your seats. English class. Mr. Finkpop had a way of making students nervous. That was not her. She was great friends with her teacher, as she was all her teachers. She turned in her papers, five more than assigned, and she sat in the front of the class. They were reading excerpts from the poem, Oh, to be you. Mr. Finkpop began. Oh, I look from my window, out onto the world. I see you, free as a bird. The girl sitting next to her continued, Yet I wonder some days why I am jailed in this tower far from this world. The sniffly boy behind her continued, I see you out there walking. I tried talking, but you never hear me. The granddaughter completed it. Hear me, I say but always look away, for you are free and I am not. Now students, Mr. Finkbop looked around. One kid was sleeping. Everyone covered their ears. Jason! Mr. Finkpop shouted, his yells echoing on the walls. Jason popped out of his chair and opened his eyes, shaking his head. He was awake now. Now, let me continue, Mr. Finkpop said calmly. Class was over before she knew it, 
and she headed to the bathroom to wash out her ears from Mr. Finkpop's fierce yelling. She stood in the front of the mirror, washing her hands and her face, and she heard a noise. Her face was still angled towards the faucet. She looked up. It, it was beautiful. There were two people sitting on a beach, the waves brushing the shore below them. They were holding hands, and one of them dug their hand into the sand. They brought up a shell. It was the most beautiful she had ever seen. The patterns on it, the colors, soft pink and orange intertwined with each other. They handed it to the other person. The trees were swaying slightly. She could somehow hear them, waving back and forth. The rocks of the nearby cliffs were silent as almost to give these two people respect. The waves grew larger and stronger. As the waves approached, they grew taller. They were changing. Into the dark blue vapor, it approached them like a predator approaching its prey. They started running, but the vapor had managed to nick one of them. They were still running, though not as fast as before. The vapor was creeping up on them. They ran along the beach, their toes expanding to not sink in the sand. They came to a rock and they started to climb. They had managed to make it partway up, but the vapor was under them. It creeped up the rock as it rose slowly. The one with the injured leg slipped. The rocks fell from under them and the other tried to grab their hand, but they missed it by an inch. They fell into the vapor. There was no thud, for that person never reached the bottom. The other was climbing furiously now, foot by foot, hand by hand, up the steep rock. They made it to the top and looked around. It was on all sides. They had nowhere to run. The vapor creeped faster and faster up the rock until it reached the top and flooded their feet. And she could see their face. There was no scream as it creeped up on them. The day disappeared in the vapor. The vapor then disappeared and all that remained was the shell sitting there. The granddaughter could not believe what she had just witnessed in the mirror. She ran out of the bathroom and sprinted to her next class. It was art. She sat down at her table, listened to the instructions, and started to paint. She painted a forest, her pine trees, a lovely pine green. She mixed a tad bit of white into her blue and began to paint her lake. The details of the waves were ever so queer. She painted a little hill in which she drew a little wolf sitting. She painted the mountains in all their magnificence and she added a bit of snow on top. And she added the back of the boat leaving from view. She added a little picnic under the trees, a red striped blanket with some fresh oranges and pears. She set it down on the painting rack to dry and left for lunch. The painting of that orange and pink seashell sitting on the beach lay next to hers. It watched her leave the room. And that is it for chapter two of the story that I'm writing, The Mysterious Vapor. Thanks for listening.